Yes, yes, y'all. Welcome in to episode 131 of the Dumb Marsh Podcast. It's your boys, your favorite Saturday brunch munch, back at it again. Triple threat edition. Chris, much like Biggie Smalls, went back to Cali this week. Um, so he pretty much forgot all about us. He, this dude hasn't responded to a text, a meme, uh, nothing. Like he's just out there living his best life in Cali. Um and I can't be mad at him. Can't. Tag <laughs> on <laughs> already. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Um, so yeah, he's out. He's out there in Cali. Your boy forgot. He forgot about everybody back here. No, there's no response to nothing all week long. Radio sound is the best way to be. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. So, yeah, he's out there living his best life. Um, I believe he comes back tomorrow. I could be wrong. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows we'll if he will he's be on the show next week? Yeah, we'll see if he shows up next week. He, he may, you know, he said he's he's done. Um, it, it, much like Drew McIntyre, he might have, you know, erased all his socials to and put a black screen up. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um yeah, so he's out there. So you're stuck with the, the triple threat edition today. Um, as per usual, a lot to get into. Mount Rushmore, Jabroni of the Week. Um, some wrestling fell through the cracks this week. I didn't even realize there's a New Japan show tonight. <laughs> uh, Impact Rebellion tomorrow night. So I'll just throw out some quick hitters uh, as we wrap up towards the end just to kind of get your thoughts uh, on some of those matches and see what we got there. But uh, how's that? How was everybody's week? How's everybody living? Week is tiring. <laughs> yeah, very, very tiring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, living um, as I'm living. Living <laughs> as you living, Jay. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I should be hurt. I don't know if I should be let down, confused. But what's up? You you make a move, literally a move. Yeah, don't 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 let a brother know. Like I'm, good thing Donald brought the beer to my house this week, or I'd have been sitting out the apartment that you no longer live in, waiting for <laughs> me to pick up a beer that I was supposed to come get. Look, if it was up to me, I'd have moved myself. <laughs> I wouldn't have told nobody. <laughs> That's how I moved in by myself. I wasn't expecting all this help, so I was just like, hey, how when I'm situated. I'll, I'll I'll let everybody know. I guess that I moved. <laughs> you know, you know Didn't play out like that. You know what's crazy? Looking at you with that backdrop. First off, you move and get a backdrop. So that that's you know. Hey, just, just gotta light, keep my location closed. I can tell. I can tell you're not at your place because there's actual light behind you. <laughs> there's actual light. There's actual light behind you. Um, <laughs> but I will I'm say. From my nephew's say, bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you partner up with Luchasaurus over the weekend? You got the, the Darth Vader. What is that? A shower curtain behind you? Well, that's my shower curtain. So <laughs> that stays with me. It's coming with me. It's going with me. <laughs> this dude brings girls home and says, "Ah, not your daddy. I'm going to be your father. Look at him. Out there. <laughs> Yeah, looking like a thinner version of Tyrus right now. This is this dude off. You know what? Now we gotta put it back. We gotta make that adjustment. Make that adjustment. He he went with the Chris, the Chris backwards hat looking for that Tyrus jab out there. He flipped that hat right around real quick. Y'all not getting me on the. Got a whole new fan base with the backwards. Yeah, looking like looking like Tyrus on keto. This is unbelievable. <laughs> oh man! All right, all right. How's everybody's week? Everybody good? I know tired, moved, work, very tired. I watched the main 80, stuff, so I'm good. It was 80 some degrees today in Pittsburgh or this week in Pittsburgh, which is crazy for April. So, you know, I don't climate change may or may not be real. I'll leave it up to you to debate, but it should not be 84 degrees in Pittsburgh in April. Not it ain't today because I was gonna go all, I was gonna broadcast on the porch and nah that breeze. <laughs> it's a little cold, it's a little, little, little chilly out there. A little nippy out there. 
Um, yeah, you got all types yeah, of stuff. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's how cool. I seen that on the news. I was like, dang, <laughs> the beach is coming to y'all. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. Like, they're underwater. California had 17 feet of snow this year. Like, it's just, I don't mm-hmm. know what's going on. but And it's supposed to snow here on Tuesday. Go figure, right? Uh, I hate it here. I hate it here. Um, so yeah, so interesting week. Um, we had a four-one-two day here in Pittsburgh. Um, this week uh, went out, celebrated, um, as the injuries typically do with the uh, IC and Turner's beer combination that was released. Iron City and Turner's Dairy, a big iced tea company here locally, uh, partnered up for a beer. Sold out everywhere. Yes. Can't get it anywhere. It's completely sold out. People were mad. People were upset that they bought it and didn't like it. And I'm like, well, you can send it my way because I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, Even I liked it. Yes. Yeah. So we, um, yeah, it was, it was a great, great Yenzer day. Um, but back at it, back on the grind as usual. Um, so with that being said, like I said, a lot of wrestling this week as usual. Um, some bigger announcements, some stuff to get into. You know, AEW with their two-hour Saturday show officially getting a name tagged on it. Um, don't know how that's going to mean as far as rosters go and the whole nine yards. But AEW will officially <laughs> be on either TV or YouTube Monday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. So a five-day work week if you want to keep up on the AEW product. Um, and then throw ROH in there. It's a six-day work week. Um, so we can have we can wait till Chris comes back on this to to have a debate this um about whether or not that's too much wrestling. Like yeah, it, you know, WWE's a lot with five hours a week, and now you want to do yes. six hours of content um more. For AEW and ROH, but that being said, we'll we'll wait till he comes back for that. So this week, Mount Rushmore, as usual, what caught your eye, what stood out. We'll get into jabronis afterwards and, and a little game, so on and so forth, like we normally do, chop it up, take some deep dives off the edge with certain topics and go from there. But where do y'all want to start with Mount Rushmore this week? Go ahead, Jason. You can start. I, I didn't catch much. I caught a uh, Raw and SmackDown. Uh, so I've been clamoring for EO to be in the picture, and they pulled the trigger. Don't know where it leads from here, but I'm glad to see EO getting some shine. And in the main event picture, that's going to be my – that choice is my Mount Rushmore right there. Yeah, I, I like the way they set different. it up. I like the way they set it up during the show, um, you know, with Bailey politicking in the back to get her spot. Um, yeah. And then EO and Dakota telling her, uh-uh, you've had it. You've had your opportunities. This, this this needs to be about us. So go back in there and, and come up with a decision. Um, I think EO was the right call. Yes. Well, bell, yes. bell to bell, she's, she's one of the best there is, bell to bell. Like, there's no yeah. denying that. Um, I think the the style matchup wise with Bianca is definitely interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, one we haven't seen Bianca go up against, so I'm I'm curious to see how it plays out, and I'm curious to see how they tell that story because yeah. what do you do with damage and control? Do you, yeah, like is EO, yeah, is, is EO and Bianca the the seed or the start of the decline of damage control because. I don't think the group should be a faction anymore. They haven't done anything. Yes. No, no, no. nothing. Yeah. Like we discussed, um, what was it on WrestleMania weekend? I said, if your leader and Bailey lost two feuds already to Bianca and Becky, what kind of, you know, like what kind of faction are you if the leader ain't winning? So break it up. That's interesting. Like, I don't know. When they came back at SummerSlam, I was all for it. Yeah, I like I liked the grouping. I liked the pairing. It was giving Dakota and EO a place to shine. I thought Bailey would be great as the leader figurehead based off of how she was before she got injured and what she can do character-wise. 
but it just seemed like they never got traction from a mm-hmm. from a group standpoint, from a promo standpoint, from a match standpoint, and creatively, they just never got traction mm-hmm. with anything. Um, I just think it's because they had Bailey kept taking the L's. They were protecting uh, EO and Dakota, having them win all their matches. But yeah, when your leader's not winning, what does that do for you? And that's one of the things, like, majority of their run was under the Triple H regime before Vince came yeah. back in the fold. And Vince was rewriting SmackDown last night. So take it for what you will. But he was changing promos, rewriting the show format, and so on. So, um, but I think Bailey's in her uh, helping people get over era. Yeah. So. Yeah. I guess that's probably why she was taking the losses, but it's not, it wasn't helping the group as a whole. Mm-hmm. But why put Bailey in that era? Because I don't, she's not, she shouldn't be. Well, she, she's, she's not there. She wants to be that. She wants to be that. She wants to be the one elevating the locker room, being the, the person backstage you can come to or, you know, helping the division any way you need it. Yeah. Now she wants that take a role for the. She, she talked about wanting to be that person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, I just think she still has so much more to do. Oh, definitely. Before she gets slotted into that role. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like yeah. you can still do all that backstage, but when you're on when you're on screen and the red light's on, you should still be mm-hmm. top three or four in top the women's four. division for sure. Yeah. Looking at their lineup that they have now. Definitely top six, right? Because mm-hmm. you got Rhea, Charlotte, Becky, I'd say Oscar and Bailey are your top six. But I don't think any of this help, help, I don't think any of this hurts Bailey. It just hurt the group in EO and uh, Dakota. Ah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean you you put you put them in a situation like you gave them the belts, they didn't do anything with them. And uh, can we have a sidebar for a second before just just because I just need to understand this process, right? Liv and Raquel get thrown together. Literally. Right? <laughs> Literally thrown yeah. together. No story, no nothing, thrown together. Then they go out and win the women's tag team championships. Isn't that the exact reason why Naomi and Sasha left? Mercedes and Trinity. Isn't that the, like that particular aspect of booking the women's division tag mm-hmm. team chance? Isn't that why they left the company? Mm-hmm. Like to me, that it's it's such a Vince McMahon thing to do, and it's his fingerprints all over it. And it does what's the what's the purpose? It's not to elevate the women's tag team champs. So what is this serving? You trying to make Raquel Raquel come up like that segment last night on SmackDown was terrible. (laughs) It was, yeah, it was. Like they're they, you know, even living the promo said, "Hey, we're just getting to know each other." (laughs) And Raquel's response to that was, "Yeah, even though we're getting ready, even though we're getting to know each other, I'm still going to use you as my personal weapon." What? I mean, I don't mind the name Chaos and Power. Like, I don't mind mm-hmm. that, you know. Um, I saw somebody uh, with Sonya and uh, Chelsea Green. I saw somebody, I forget if it was a tweet out or a write-up I was reading, but somebody called them the complaint department. And I thought that is <laughs> tremendous. That is like, great. That is one of the best. I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying. Whoever they put Ke- uh, Chelsea Wood, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. That's what those are. Mm-hmm. Like initially, I really wanted her to be with Carmella because but yeah. they want Carmella more. Who knows what they want Carmella to be because we haven't seen her in weeks. Um, I thought she was injured. I don't know. But she was. I don't know if she's injured. She supposedly had heat backstage. Yeah, backstage, that's all I know about. But mm. Sonya and Chelsea as the complaint department, like that's gold. That put is the titles, so put gold. The titles on them, and they'll be entertaining as ever. Right, but like the iconics. But they hold on, Ch- but but Chelsea and Sonya had more of a story of them two getting together than Liv and Raquel did, and they're the champs. <laughs> it makes that zero is. sense. Yeah, it makes no sense. 
You're right, Taquan. If uh, Ronda and Shayna were healthy, they would have been champs because they won that mm-hmm. match. The main unit. Like, hopefully, this is just a reason to pull up uh, Caden and uh, Katana in actual tag teams. Yeah, because even that doesn't work because they're 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 a babyface tag team. So you're not gonna have Liv and Raquel. They're not gonna turn heel. I just hate that all they have Raquel do is flex her back and smile. That's it. Like oh, that is it. I, I hate it so much. Like so much. Not that her character was super in depth in NXT, but she was more than just a, a back flex and a smile, and that's literally all yeah. she's been on the main roster. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. the handshake, like hi, I'm Raquel, <laughs> Raquel Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Hasn't done a promo since uh, she debuted. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I, I don't know. I, and those are the ones. <laughs> like I said, it was just it. It was blatantly obvious last night watching that that this is. Strictly Vince McMahon, <laughs> who did this because <laughs> that's what he's done the entire time the women's tag teams have been around is throw two singles people together and put the belts on them. Hell, that's how he used to book the men's tag team division for how long? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> Well, we need to take your pencil away, Taquan, because that was terrible. Do you think, uh, circling back to your Mount Rushmore for EO, getting getting some shine and hopefully getting a, a little push here, do you think mm-hmm. she actually beats Bianca? No. No. I think she'll give her a good run at it, like right up to the end and then lose. So make her look good. And if he was every champ, I want I want babyface heel. See, I like her so much more as a heel. She's a heel. Like, but the high flying plays plays off better when you're a face. Yeah, I don't know. I just I, <laughs> her much like Oscar. I prefer the 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 mean streak. Yeah, the, you know, um, her stature. She she doesn't come across as as intimidating as Oscar does, but mm-hmm. she's more that silent assassin. Mark you for no reason. Yeah. Like just because, <laughs> right? Like yeah. um so yeah that's that's my hope for her. Um so all right we got EO on, on the Mount Rushmore. Did, first off did Chris even send in a Mount Rushmore? No. Did he send in a Jabroni no, no. I got all of his stuff for the other stuff. This dude is unbelievable. He said he didn't watch anything this week. (laughs) Um, I mean, he's not out on the. He's not out at the beach. Like he's going. All he's doing is posting picture foodies, uh, food photos, on 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 his blog. I mean. Go back to your hotel room and load up a stream or a download and catch up on some products so you can be a part of the show even when you're away. This guy's unbelievable. He's going to be so mad when he comes back. <laughs> um, I'll do my Mount Rushmore. My Mount Rushmore is uh, NXT on Tuesday as a whole. I really enjoy the show instead of the whole Paul Coffee fight because I can't stay in Gallus. But I liked everything Cora did, running down the whole division. Um, Braun Breaker's turn, I know I shit on it last week about it, but if he jumps at people's storylines like he did with Chase U and just like just smashes through people, I'm all for that. Um, the four-way to see who gets to fight Mellow was a great match. And Waller winning just makes me all more like happy about it. And then at the end of the day, <laughs> you have the Yes Boys just doing destruction in the background. I was like, <laughs> NXT as a whole, I loved it. First off, thank God we finally got some cameras in the NXT parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> it only took them seven years of people getting jumped <laughs> for them to actually put security cameras out. And then when we do get cameras, the first thing we see <laughs> is a freaking club to the knee. <laughs> And a man being tossed in the trunk. It was 
like <laughs> that club shot to the leg was hilarious. I popped yeah. so hard for that. It was tremendous. Like <laughs> question Waller fighting Melo two weeks from now. Is that a mistake? I don't like it because I can see them as like the future of like the whole company. It should be more down the line, closer to a bigger pay-per-view. And here's where and the reason why I asked that. Jay, go ahead before I say why I asked the question. I was just wishing there was more of a build. Like give it a legit build instead of like a, a winner. Because they have history. Because they have history with each other. Mm-hmm. So I think people are going to be upset because much like you alluded to, Donald, you're going to have Braun Breaker come in and ruin that match. <laughs> and it's going to set up and it's going to set up a triple threat at their at their pay-per-view show in May. Like I don't this is not the true Mellow Waller match that we mm-hmm. need and want. To me this is a a, a springboard to get to Breaker Mellow Waller. I think Breaker loses and then whatever goes on from there. But the timing of it's off because the draft is supposed to be in two weeks. Mm-hmm. So if he's getting called up, I mean, he can get called up and that can be his last match in NXT because we've seen them do that before with people that get called up or moved. We we see their swan song and then they go up. But Don't give me a two-week heel run. <laughs> uh, well, no, he's going to continue it on the main roster. So he's going to come up there and be a Hulk smash on the main <laughs> roster. <laughs> I just want to see him just to, no, because I liked everything with that chase. You just destroyed. Aha, uh-huh. Taquan, you got to be quicker than that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> because when Waller won, man, shoot, I jumped up and I was doing a crossover like he does. Like, oh, oh, like, let's go. <laughs> oh, you, hit, you hit the shoulder shimmy? <laughs> you can't do the shimmy by yourself. You can't do that. Shooting that. In the air, Kobe, and doing the- <laughs> I just felt like even the James story got me interested. Which one? I've been loving that from the beginning. The, the James Brooks Jensen, oh, the, James, and I like that storyline. <laughs> the days of NXT, yeah. like the days of our lives. That is such a soap opera s storyline. It's unbelievable. <laughs> And it feels like everybody's in the storyline. And who's Sebastian? Is Sebastian even a real character? What's his debut? You want to get an intergender tag match soon? (laughs) I I did enjoy NXT um, front front to back watching it. But like I said, some of the stuff, it was just like, all right, like, a fatal four way to set up who the number one contender is and then Waller and it's like, well, I don't want Waller and Mellor right now. And but as the wink went on and thinking about it more, it's like, oh, well, they're that's what they're gonna do. <laughs> well, I thought that was Magoo, wasn't that Timberland and Magoo? <laughs> um, yeah, so. What'd you think of Cora Jade running down the women's division roster? I'm okay with it. It fits her gimmick perfectly. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. I mean, it's crowd, baby. <laughs> That's the crowd. Yeah. What did they know? <laughs> I just I I just know she needs to be champ sometime this year. Uh um I feel like they let them go too long on the promos. Really in a bit. Like to me, it was like a low budget Mean Girls movie scene. Like you're just out there on the mic running everybody down and you keep repeating yourself. Like transitioning from one wrestler to the next. Like she just kept repeating the mm-hmm. same words. Mm-hmm. Like I, it would have been much better if she would have, you know, would have called everybody out or they would have been standing in the ring somehow. And then she comes out and runs them down and you know what I mean? And walks off in the back afterwards. I don't know. I just didn't like the fact that like, they just said here, go for seven minutes and just run through everybody. And you have one person come out. You have one. Yeah. You have one person come out and it's like, 
right. That wasn't even the one person that I wanted to see come out. True. <laughs> so. Oh, uh, to me, you're 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 just not burying everybody else, but at the same time, like you're not you're not doing it in a way for them to even come back with something or to make it seem more impactful because she's doing it in a face to face capacity. Mm-hmm. This is it would just be like me getting on this. Well, essentially, it's what I did to Chris because he's not on the show. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, nah. So yeah, I'm not I'm not mad. I'm not mad at that that choice for NXT this week. Um I had I legit had a Mount Rushmore myself this week. Um across the board, multiple companies. And it was hard for me to decide which one I wanted to actually throw out there and put on the Mount Rushmore this week. Um, but I had I had the Usos and Gable and Otis um, from their tag team match on Raw Monday night. Otis literally making Jay crack up and laugh in the middle of the match <laughs> whenever he grabbed them from behind in the waistlock and Otis did the little shake on him and Jay busted out laughing. Like <laughs> legit broke him in the middle of the match was tremendous. Uh but no they had a really really good match. Um yep. I liked NXT as a or SmackDown as a whole last night. Um you know they're continuing to run through I thought the star of that was solo. Yes. Um yeah <laughs> And for me, it was the the part where, where they're in the backstage and he's taping up and they're talking and Heyman comes in and starts running through. And the look that all three of them gave when Solo said his first words was like, <laughs> oh, okay, we need to chill out. This is serious. And all tell the tribal chief, I got this. Like, oh <laughs> damn okay like let's i want to see what you're doing like let, let me see how you're going to go out and handle this because the man hasn't spoke so him saying something made it even more impactful to to add to the to the moment right mm-hmm. um so he was tremendous dominic mysterio continues to crush it in everything he does like I saw some people last night, some people, and this was this was multiple people on Twitter, and you can take the gauge from Twitter as you will, but multiple people were like questioning, and I think it was based off of what Conan said, but mm. saying that Dom's a better heel than MJF. Um has more heat. <laughs> Definitely has more heat right now. He's not getting cheers. <laughs> He's Boo Boo City. Um, but yeah, I thought he was tremendous again. AEW, um, I thought their their show was solid on Wednesday night with Dynamite. Mm. Rampage last night was really great. I enjoyed the Taya and Emmy Sakura match. The story with her and Jay did them great to build that up um, to where I actually want to see them two go in the ring. And they touched last night, gave you a little, little piece there. Um, so yeah, I, it was really hard for me to put something up there, but I'm gonna go with Solo, um, just for the the impact um, and continuing the storyline that is the bloodline, and him just speaking words made <laughs> made such a moment last night that it's like okay, he's pissed off and he's gonna go out there and destroy somebody. Um, so yeah, that's, that's you still don't know where this story is going. No. Stick on up, and that's the great thing about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. I enjoyed Santos and Priest. Um, I thought they had a good match last night on SmackDown. Um, I know you guys aren't Damian Priest fans, but Priest fan, I enjoyed that. Um, yeah. Wednesday night, you know, I didn't mind Keith Lee and Jericho as the main event, but um, I mean. <laughs> 
Yeah. Jericho and Lee at the main event was, I don't want to say an interesting choice, but I get why they did it because they're building towards the Adam Cole stuff. Um, <clears throat> but I thought, and this stood out, but the ending of that match and then last night at Rampage. So AEW is bringing WWE storylines over <laughs> because mm-hmm. they talked about the feud between Keith Lee and Adam Cole mm-hmm. <laughs> and how long ago it was and how it started and everything else. And now those two are supposed to be piecing it up and we're buddy-buddy now. And then last night on Rampage, the main event, Sean Spears comes back to doing the perfect 10 gimmick. <laughs> Literally, new theme song, perfection with the number 10 in it. Comes out, does the, the 10 hand signs, spins around, and even pulls the 10 card out of his back pocket of his trunks. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a second. Why are we doing the 10 gimmick in AEW? Like, Nobody want to get away from that. <laughs> but you, you, you go and have a son, and now all of a sudden you can't be the chairman, Sean Spears, no more. Yeah. You gotta be, you gotta be good guy, Sean Spears. You gotta be a fan favorite now. Like, <laughs> no, you got, you got to teach him early. Like, so, so he's a face now. Oh, a one thousand percent face. Like handshakes with Jungle Boy before the match, handshake after the match, arm raised, them two standing in the ring going off the air. It was one thousand percent baby face. Man, he did a quick turn. He did an R1 down on uh, Resident Evil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 1,000% babyface. Like, that's, how, that's how long he knows, you, you know you've been off TV when you can come back with a whole new... <laughs> whole new theme gimmick. song, everything. Like, hey, he could have stayed off TV. And we're just like, yeah, he's a face. <laughs> and, and because it was Rampage, like I couldn't really get a gauge as to... <laughs> whether or not the 10 gimmick worked in AEW. Because to me, the AEW fans would look at that and just completely shit on it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that 10 was so over, it wasn't to the height of the yes movement, but, but it was there. That boy <laughs> was it was up there with the Rusev Day, and you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like at its peak, that was over. With every uh rumble, as soon as number 10 was coming up, they was chanting it. But he was still, he was still, he was doing it like like low key in uh, AEW. No, but this is like a jab. As a, so, jab, as a jab, right? Yeah. yeah. This was. So I'm fully back. I get they, know the, they, know the, they know the reference, so you know it might carry over. To me, that's just kind of kind of hard. It's like, yo, we're running out of ideas. We're just gonna have you go back to your old <laughs> WWE gimmicks. Coming up soon, Bearcat Lee. <laughs> hey, people were already tweeting out Adam Cole. You're gonna manage Keith Lee. Yep. And then they have they have Cole and Lee standing outside the ring on Wednesday night. It's like wow, they like if they do that, that'd be Keith Lee. <laughs> told Keith Lee with his cloak and his uh, all gray beard and hair, man, he was looking like a uh, Merlin. <laughs> when they said they said Chris Wizard, Chris Jericho is a wizard who actually wrestled a wizard on Wednesday night. <laughs> he was he was looking like Merlin. Avada <laughs> Kedavra. <laughs> so, but no, I, I was not a match, but the interference from Garcia was killing it for me. It was just like, God, enough's enough. But I know they're entertainers, heel tactics, so you need that. Yeah. Um, what the other one that besides Solo and, and the matches that I referenced, I thought Darby Allen showed out on Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Him and Swerve just. Yes, they do what they do in the ring, and those two can go in cold off of seven months of not seeing each other, go out there and have a great match. Yeah, but him on the mic with MJF, like I was sitting there, like, okay, Darby is not getting overshadowed, and I think the biggest thing so far in the storyline of the pillars, they haven't felt out of place on the microphone where I thought MJF would have a clear heavy advantage. And I don't know if that's to MJF's credit to where he's not, mm-hmm. he's, I don't want to say pulling back, but he's setting the table, so to speak, to where they can come in and look like they're on mm-hmm. his level. Or mm-hmm. if they've just elevated their games 
to the point where, nah, we're getting the spot. I'm going to show that I can be just as good as you on the microphone. Or at least on par in some aspects. <coughs> yeah, I, yeah, I thought Darby was tremendous. Yeah. I love so. That's part of my jabroni of the week, but the one part that I really did like about Dynamite was the Darby stuff. Him and MJF. Just him and MJF. Not that other part I'll get to later. Well, no, let's hop into it now. Because <laughs> I know exactly where you're going with your jabroni of the week. <laughs> well, uh, my jabroni of the week is actually uh, two things from AEW. The Sting part, whenever he came out during that segment, that was not needed. Uh, it was real intense between just the two of them. But then when Sting came out and was throwing all of the, you know, the pom-poms and doing this and doing that. Sting was just bought out there just to say Cody's name. That was it. And Tony's not going to do anything to Sting for <clears throat> Cody. And then the other part, the other part of Jabroni about Dynamite was um, <laughs> they're back to the old playbook of having brawls. There was like four brawls in there, hence the name of the title, Brawl, Brawl, Brawl. I was like, enough is enough with the brawl stuff. Where you had BCC and the Elite going at it, Hobbs and Warlow going at it, the women going at it for like the sixth straight week. Then you had the Firm, the Hardys, Hulk, Isaiah was like, come on. They just went straight back to the old playbook the first year. When it was good, I guess. When people weren't complaining. <laughs> there are times where I watch AEW and feel like every segment has a run-in. Mm. And looking back at the show on Wednesday, it did feel like every segment had a run-in. <laughs> But I didn't take that away watching it on Wednesday night. Mm. Like, I don't know if it was just because of the way it was done or what. Um, but I didn't walk away with that feeling like, okay, you know, I, this is so repetitive. Every single segment and match has some type of running or interference or people coming out of nowhere to where it made me not like the show. Um, I think Tony's just out there throwing surprises out on a whim because he had Jay White last week, Jeff Hardy this week. Like, I don't like I don't know what he's gonna do coming to Pittsburgh here on Wednesday, and I'll be at the show live and in person. Um, so if you see your boy down there, come and holler. Um, but yeah, I just I didn't mind this thing segment going back to your original jabroni. It did feel a little bit odd as far as what Sting said to MJF. Now you're in the main event picture. You don't need to be there. And I think, and maybe this was, if if you look at it, maybe it was Sting going out there to say, yo, keep your name, keep my name out of your mouth. I don't need to babysit him. I'm, I'm not, you know, his daddy, his, daddy, his daddy. yeah, like, <laughs> That's Darby Allen. He's a future world champ. And then this is like kind of the end of it and let's thing go away. I'm mm -hmm. I'm cool with it. But I just felt like where he's what he said and how he went about it just didn't come off as that was the true intention of him coming out there. <laughs> just name dropping Cody and just like, yeah, everybody had a thing, then name dropping Rick. And going through all of his gimmicks was like, we don't need to so run we know resume. Sting referenced himself that Showtime's coming to an end. Would you be okay if this leads to MJF being the guy to take out Sting? Or mine up. Doesn't bother me. Just as long as he leaves. So Sting getting a title shot? We'll need a title shot. Yeah. <laughs> so no belt on the line. But MJF no, just, just take him out. You need to take him out in the match. Just take him out. Take him out. MJF style. Run him in over a parking lot. I mean, that's yeah. that's the wrestling way you do it. And then you get a you get a better MJ or you get a better Darby Allen off of this. A more vicious Darby Allen. <laughs> yes, Ty, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> All right. Jay, you're Jabroni. 
I really don't. You know what? Magic Brown needs me. So, this is like the third or fourth time he's put himself on yeah, and he's yeah. the week. Oh, and wrestling doesn't really think like you. Wrestling was my escape this week. So, <laughs> I was. It was me and my brother and my mother in my back room cleaning out a closet where all my junk was. Junk from over the years. So my mother pulls out a VHS or a, a shoebox of VHSs. And if you're our age, you know what the shoebox is. <laughs> and you and you 100% know what those VHS tapes are. You know what the shoebox is. <laughs> And those are not those are those are not VHS tapes that were being traded for uh you know death matches. In- yeah, like old ECW tapes. No. <laughs> no. So she was like, "Who still carries VHSs?" And she started to open the box, and I was looking at my brother like, because he knew, <laughs> and he knew the VHSs because they were probably his too. <laughs> and it don't matter. You how, it. it. don't matter. You inherit those. Yeah, you pass down. And it don't matter how old you are. Like you, you are. You're a grown, grown ass man, <laughs> but having your mother find your stash, no matter how old you are, is is super embarrassing. Well, because I left her, I left her on uh yesterday or the day before yesterday. She came over by herself, and I was like, "Oh snap, the DVD stash is elsewhere." <laughs> I, I had to, I had the CDs itself, like in in a, in a case. Off. I already had that packed up, but I forgot. Wait, wait, wait! You got CDs? The you got audio versions? Yeah, no, the DVDs. The DVDs. Oh, the covers. I had those in like a, in a binder somewhere, and it's like that was already put up a while ago. That was, but I still had the cases in the shoebox somewhere. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! You took them out the case and put them in a CD booklet, like you were back in the day in the car driving, flipping through. Yeah, ain't nobody trying to pop open a DVD. You just. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you want them all in one place. A whole binder, just collection. This guy. Hey. <laughs> I look at my brother the look, and I was like, and he was like, don't even worry about it. That it's trash. Get it out of here. <laughs> she was like, What movies you got? I was like, oh. <laughs> we're not looking, to, we're not looking for booty talk volume 14 here. We're uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look. Uh, the the what is it Luke Free Face with uh with Ray Lewis? We're not looking for that. So uh yeah, my collection's in the trash now. <laughs> and the fun, the fun part is I haven't owned a VHS in over 20 years. <laughs> they just came with me in the mood. Yeah, what's the when's the last time you had a VCR to put one of those tapes in? Because it's been over 20 years. <laughs> Once I got a DVD player, I never looked back. <laughs> and didn't get rid of the VHSs. That's how oh. you know men are trash. <laughs> that's, how, that's, a, that's how you know men are trash. You're just holding on to the stash. Hey, but whenever you're down bad. Whenever you're down bad. And I feel like I feel like that's a that's a male instinct. So that eventually one day your your son can discover it. A lot like, like me when I found my dad's stash after he passed away and, and everything else, you know, a couple years after he had passed. And I'm like, oh, oh, <laughs> little young buck, like, oh, what is this? <laughs> found the stash, like, mine now. <laughs> made sure to swipe that up and move that before my mom got rid of it. But, like, <laughs> That's just like a, a, a fatherly instinct to, to leave that line around to get it come come across. Pause. Um, <laughs> oh man, yeah, you're definitely trash. You're, you're definitely jabroni for having your mom find your VHS stash. Time to go digital now. <laughs> you would pick up in 2023. Kids nowadays are worried about clearing their browser history. You're out there worried about VHS tapes popping up. Kids these days like, what is this? What format is this? Yeah, what even? And you know he ain't got no he ain't got no remote for the VCR, so he got to watch the entire thing. Yeah, you can't skip or, to your favorite. Or get scene. up. You got to yeah, get up. No, you got to go through everything. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's terrible. That's terrible. Oh, man. Yeah, I would see why you put yourself up there. Jabroni of the week, for sure. For sure. Um, I don't even know where I go off of that. That's like... <laughs> <laughs> That that can lead you know this is a wrestling show, but that 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 can lead to so many questions and topics, and I know people don't want to hear about that or or have us talk about that because they come here for yeah, wrestling. Special. But where's your stash? Where's your stash? <laughs> Let's talk about the stash. I mean, it, it, in a way, it is wrestling. Just you. Know. <laughs> And how you look at it. I traded um, this ECW tape for it, that tape. <laughs> Kids, dude, out here, you know, you got ECW one night stand? Yeah, what you got? Booty Talk 17. <laughs> why were there so many? Why, why were there so many remixes of the same title? You couldn't come up with something new. You just had to carry it, it on. Volume, it was you get a volume. You just keep. It was like getting... that's where now music stole their gimmick from. Like now music seventy nine. <laughs> they got it from the Booty Talk series. The best, the best compilation. <laughs> that's because you could produce so many DVDs off of that. You can have a compilation of compilations. You can have a compilation of compilations of compilations. <laughs> oh God! You can break it up in so many different versions. <laughs> um. My jabroni of the week this week is for something that I see in the future that I'm a little nervous about, a little worried about. And that's L.A. Knight. I know he lost last night on SmackDown, and the way he lost wasn't, you know, a clean, outright victory. Xavier Woods did the little roll-up and held his tights like he tried to do. Mm -hmm. But I fear with Vince back in charge – that LA Knight push Max Dupree is gonna get squashed mm-hmm. because the yeah, man is is organically getting over with the crowd. Yeah, like I knew he would based on how he is on the microphone. He can wrestle in the ring, <clears throat> he looks great, like but I fear Vince doesn't get him, and it's gonna be bad now. A little bit of light based off reports and rumor and innuendo that I saw was that he's one of the few names that have been brought up as far as winning the money in the bank in London, um, which I'm fully on board with. But then I stepped back and I looked at that and I was like, oh, no, that's a Mr. Kennedy situation. Mr. Kennedy was known for what? Talking. Entrance with the mic. Mr. Kennedy, right? Mm-hmm. Talking, could wrestle, look great. His cashing didn't go nowhere. L.A. Knight, known for what? Yeah, right? Talking on the mic, looks great, could wrestle. Like, ah, I don't want to repeat. I don't want to see it happen. Like, you need Honestly, you said money in the bank. I was thinking Sandow. And it's the same exact. But Kennedy is Kennedy is the more I think, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But I just I it just more parallel. It it worries me. And I know there were mm-hmm. other things I brought up Liv and them being tag team champs. So I I, I didn't want to throw that on the jabroni list, but this is a this is a future jabroni of the week. Mm-hmm. Um for later on down the line, whenever it eventually comes true, and then I can call back to this episode and go, oh, hey, remember? You called it. Yeah, episode 131? Called that. Mukade <laughs> did your boy LA Knight. <laughs> you know, didn't put him on Mania. That just. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm worried. I'm, I'm really worried. So that's my, my future jabroni of the week um, as a little switch up there. So. All right, that's Mount Rushmore Jabroni of the Week this week in pro wrestling. Um, I know we we have a game this week, right? Yes, we do. You want to do you before we do the game, just real quick. I just want to touch on a couple matches from the shows. Um, 
like I said, New Japan has a pay-per-view tonight. Didn't even realize it. Um, and one of the matches that caught my eye was a tag team match. And it's Okada and Tanahashi versus Motor City Machine Guns versus Ozzy Open. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, that's that's a pretty dope match. But then I'm like, well, wait a second. Tomorrow night is Impact Rebellion. And we have Motor City Machine Guns versus Bullet Club in the Ultimate X match. I'm like, yeah, that's a hell of a 24-hour period for Motor City Machine Guns. They're having those two tag team matches back to back. And then also on Impact, you got Jordan Grace versus Deanna Peraza for the now vacated knockouts title because Mickey James wasn't medically cleared. Did she just vacate it or did she, did she retire? No, she vacated it last um, okay. Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have the X Division match, which is Trey Miguel, Speedball Mike Bailey, and Jonathan Gresham. Oh, that's going to be a hell of a match there. So it's like, yo, and that's not even counting Okada versus Macklin for the vacated Impact title. Or not Okada, uh, Kushida. Because it was supposed to be uh, Josh Alexander versus Steve Macklin, but obviously Alexander tore his bicep and, and is out. So you have Kushida versus Macklin. But my like, yo, that Impact card is, is solid. Like... The X Division tag match, the trip, the the X Division match, the X Division tag team match, and then Jordan Grace and Deanna Peraza, like those three alone are going to have me tune in to watch it. So, you know, just because it's the weekend doesn't mean there won't be very good wrestling on. And I'm and I bet one of these matches from either tonight or tomorrow night can end up on your Mount Rushmore. And you can just fast forward till next week because they have the potential to be that good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so tune in with that and let us know. Um, what do we got for a game this week? All right. Uh, game. It's my week. Uh, so I'm going to bring word association. So everybody know how word association go. I throw a word out and you name the first thing that is coming to your mind. So I have a specific category. I'll throw the word out. Is it is this for for all three of us to reply to, or are you going to go to individual with a category? It's going to be all three of us to reply to. Yeah, okay. so one of you two will go, then the next one will go. I'll give you mine. And then after it's all over with, I'll give Chris's results so you know what he's thinking. Right. We can write that off. We don't need to hear his results. <laughs> <laughs> Might want to. Okay, so my subject on this word association are titles, championship titles. So the first one is Big Gold. Flair. Goldberg. To Goldberg. Mine's is the title. You have the you have the the big gold as the title? Yeah. Whenever I see that belt, I think of the title. Wow. Mm-hmm. Over the winged eagle? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. And we can talk about it after we're done, you know. Right, right. Me. Okay, yeah. No, we'll 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 pepper these out. Uh next one, mm-hmm. 10 pounds of gold. Which one is uh, that? the original um NWA? NWA. I gotta go Nick Aldis. I know it's a little bit revisionist history, but I mean three years, what he did, how he elevated the NWA to get him back on the map. I got I got all this. I'd have to agree. Is it all this? I don't, I don't know. I don't know much NWA history. I would for me, it'd be all this or Harley Race. I would say would be the two for the, for that mm-hmm. for me. I have Harley Race. That's what I have with that. Uh, Wing Eagle. Hogan. I mean, that was that was vintage Hogan for me. Little five year old Hulkamaniac. I want to say Warrior, but I'm going to go Rick. Rick? Just because just of the tear in my eye. Ooh. That one, just that one. <laughs> that one, one moment. I did, speaking of the tear in my eye, I saw the, somebody posted a clip of the interview him and Mr. Perfect did before 
WrestleMania eight, whenever he wrestled Savage, and they had the the poster of Miss Elizabeth that they had done to like expose her and put her on blast with the oh, it was tremendous. I'm like, this is great stuff. And, and Mr. Perfect just berating Sean Mooney. I'm like, man, I miss him so much. Kurt Henning was absolutely amazing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Wing Eagle, I said Hogan. Yeah, Hogan. that's just Hogan for sure. Uh, the e- the original ECW championship. But you mean the one that Shane Douglas threw in the trash? Yeah. Or <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah, the original. Yeah, not the WWE stuff. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I I go Shane Douglas. That's exactly what I was thinking just because that moment. For me, revolution. Just the word revolution mm-hmm. in the title. Because it was something different at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Okada. Okada. Rainmaker. Um, Ring of Honor Championship. Oh man, this one's tough. Um, ooh. I go Nigel. I know Joe had the longest run. <clears throat> you had Danielson. You had Punk. I, there's been so many guys that have held that belt, but for me, Nigel was the one that was like officially stamped it. Jay Lethal. Like Jay Briscoe, I'll go. I'll go. Nigel, streamer guy. <laughs> Jay Lethal for me. You know he always has a job. <laughs> Jay Lethal. Uh, TNA slash Impact World Championship. AJ. I have to agree, AJ. It, uh, it factor. For me, who it is that was Bobby Roode's gimmick. Oh, yeah, okay. When I see the title, I just think it factor, just the gimmick. And uh, last one the AEW championship. Let me go, Jericho. I'm Jericho, also. Like just people that's coming to like see I'm I'm playing the game wrong. It's supposed to be first thing that comes to mind. But I'm not putting Moxley on there. <laughs> I'm not putting Punk <laughs> in any of these categories. <laughs> I you 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 stole my initial word that first popped into my mind before Donald with revolution for the ECW. Mm-hmm. Um and that was the tagline that you know they've ran with you know cody started a revolution and everything else um so my net the next word was competition mm-hmm. there's an actual competitive other brand out there that we have not seen in 20 years so i'll go, comp- I'll go- I'll go competition since you you gave away revolution or you you took that one first. So, hmm. want to hear Chris's? I almost want. I almost want to. Yeah, vacation. vacation. Um, <laughs> uh, avocado toast. Uh, <laughs> South Beach. Uh, <laughs> Death Row Records. Uh, his uh, his list is uh, big gold flare. 10 pounds of gold, Harley Race, uh, Wing Eagle, Shawn Michaels, IWGP, Okada, TNA Impact, Jericho. I mean, I mean TNA Impact, AJ, uh, AEW, Jericho, Ring of Honor, Brian Danielson, ECW, Taz. See, you now, now that you brought up like words like revolution and competition and it factor, like now I almost want to run back through the list and and do actual because I immediately went wrestler mm-hmm. and not yeah. like the actual like whatever word that pops in, not wrestler for the title. Mm-hmm. But, um, 
Yeah, all right, little little word association, playing a little the little ink blot psychiatrist game without the ink blots. I like mm-hmm. it. <laughs> so hit us up on social media. Let us know. Well, we'll run the list out there, put it together, um, and post it, mm-hmm. and then uh, respond back to your word association as far as what you come up with versus that list there. So, all right. Um, anything else world of pro wrestling wise? Nope. I'm good. All right. You want to kick off final thoughts and then yes. I'll uh, just run through a quick list of stuff. Yep. Final thoughts coming up. Thanks for tuning in to the Dumb Marks Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please rate the show on Spotify or wherever you listen to us. Make sure you tune in for One Gotta Go every Tuesday and Drink of the Week every Thursday on all our social media channels. Keep in touch in the comments, social media, or email us at dumbmarkspod at gmail.com. If you are watching this, you see our social media accounts on screen right now. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and comment on our accounts at DumbMarksPod. For all the links and more, visit DumbMarksPod.com. And of course, gotta plug the merch. Head over to ProWrestlingTees.com slash DumbMarksPod to purchase our merch. When you do, we'll give you a shout out live on air. He gave her the script. Because there's no way she's comfortable saying God apart to uh, to push the merch. We gotta we gotta we gotta figure out a new spot to put that in because I feel like once we play that, people just completely drop off the show. So we gotta rework when we put that in. Like, I, I have no idea. Get it automated. <laughs> I forgot all about it to start playing. I was like, oh man. <laughs> Um, couple couple quick hits, final thoughts here. Um, Forbidden Door, I guess, is now officially a sellout. Um, Good for them. Less than 1% tickets available, so yeah. it's a sellout. Um, the setup was for 12,972 fans. Tickets sold 12,873. Um, so there's 99 available tickets left. So Forbidden Door 2 will be officially a sellout, which that was to be expected. Um, Apparently, depending on what you see, the sign-up process for AEW All-In Wembley has already had over 45,000 people sign up. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. We talked on this show whenever it was announced last last week that hey, if they do forty thousand, that's a huge success. Mm-hmm. And that's just signing up. <laughs> and that's signing up. But you, but people immediately that was like the the go to. Um, you know, if you're a WWE stand, oh, that's Tony Khan and then his wrestlers and their families and everybody else just creating email accounts to kevin durant with his burners and then it was everybody on the aew side saying see look we told you we we're gonna sell out wembley stadium fifty thousand people tickets aren't even and now ticket the ticket date's not even up yet and we don't even know who's gonna be on the show and it was just like <laughs> yo can we just let it just, let it be let it be just enjoy it no. like just enjoy it please uh, Got to argue about something. <laughs> yeah, man. Like I just, I don't, I don't get it. Um, I did want to get your thoughts real quick on one question because this was also a my contention for Mount Rushmore this week, and it was Orange Cassidy and Buddy Matthews with their match on Dynamite. Um, but Cassidy has been the international champ for over 180 days and has now defended the title successfully 18 times. 18? Damn. Every week. Has he Damn elevated near. that belt and made it feel relevant? Or do you still think of it as just a, like a secondary or even a 24-7 gimmick title? 
I think a bit, yeah, I think a bit is lower than uh, the TNT. And there's a big gap between the TNT title and that title for me. I think his run with it has been his run with it is is what the belt needed. It's what I thought, you know, the initial champ was going to do with it, but obviously they didn't book it that way. Um, but he's had hell of a, I mean, he's had some tremendous matches with that belt. Like, but the thing is, it's like it's just matches, and that's what you don't you don't hold on to anything. There's like at least with like the, the TNT or the yeah the TNT, you're getting storyline that you can remember working back to. I can't even tell you who fought the last Atlantic All Atlantic match. Last one I remember was him and uh him and uh, Jarrett. And I forgot about that till you mentioned it. Start giving me some storylines, maybe to elevate the belt. So you want all that angle. <laughs> I mean, I'm 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 here for the run. I hope it continues because I do think he's starting to gain traction on that TNT title range. I just mm-hmm. need him to have that solid feud and storyline to make it really relevant. Yes, but yeah. maybe the goal of that belt is just to be out there defending it, like the the TV title a la back in the day, where mm-hmm. you would just defend it. And that's it. Constantly, and that would be it. Because um, I could watch him and Buddy Matthews go again, you know, put them in a best of seven after what they did Wednesday night. That match was tremendous. So. Don't get me wrong. The matches have been good. Not going to lie, but just gets old fast. All right. So, yeah, that's it. That's all I have final thoughts-wise. Ready for the quote of the week? Wrap mm-hmm. it up with some positivity, as we always do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So this week's quote of the week, and, I, and I'm and i rephrasing it because I didn't want to get called um, – I didn't want to get canceled or be called sexist because the quote just strictly references a man in it. So <laughs> it's going to make it, you know, individuals in general. So – an individual is great not because they haven't failed. An individual is great because failure hasn't stopped them. An individual is great not because they haven't failed. An individual is great because failure hasn't stopped them. So with that, take your lumps, get back up. Don't let failure stop you. And until next time, I'm a Mark. You're a Mark. Tell Mark. Y'all can catch us around the way.